Hello guys and gals, how you doing? Today I'll be talking about an awesome way to start your free podcast, and I mean free, no catch, no gimmicks. It's totally free, easy to edit, easy to record, and easy to promote and monetize your podcast. It's called Anchor.fm, and I highly recommend you guys and gals, check it out, and start your own podcast, let your voice be heard. And also, don't forget to listen to Wild Dog Podcasts, and tell them that I sent you and that you hear it from me. So you get more people to join Anchor.fm. You will not be disappointed because they will also put your podcast in other platforms and then make it very, very much easier for you. Have a great day, everybody. Guys and gals, today I'll be talking about a very underrated horror sequel. Uh, it's, even though it's well known, but still, I feel like it's underrated. When it comes to horror sequel franchises, you know, I feel like this is kind of like underrated next to Halloween 3 Season of the Witch. And that is another tr- another part 3, which is The Excess Part 3. And um, I saw this movie twice, actually, on video cassette and on cable. And um, I remember for it still being scary because of the images, you know. I don't want again, no spoilers. I don't want to ruin too much from this movie because I felt like it was well done. I felt like it scrapped the crap that was on Excess Part 2. You know what I'm saying? But it, I just review review Exodus 2, actually. I know, I review Exodus 2 for the first time. And I actually enjoy it for what it is. But if you want to scrap it, Exodus 3 kind of scrap that sequel out. So you can have 1, 3, and 4 if you want. Um, the movie has Josie Scott in it. Iconic actor, legend, you know. it's And, you know, if you know Josie Scott's acting... And you still love it to this day. You're loving this movie. I mean, he's 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 like priceless. You know what I'm saying? Um, Josie Scott plays like this police detective, right? Let's let's fast forward the story, and he's like investigating this killing that's going on, and the killer ended up leading him to this hospital, right? And then then you get like these mysterious death deaths going on in the hospital, you know, and then it comes to this room where there's this man, they look like the guy from the first Exorcist movie, the priest that killed himself for the girl. And and you find this backstory at the beginning of this movie also with Josie Scott and him and that guy from the first Exorcist movie, the priest that killed himself for, for the Blaze character, they were actually best friends. So he realized that this guy in the mental hospital looked just like his best friend, but really not. And he real, and when while the detectives figured out that the killer it's actually the Gemini 9 killer, but it's impossible because the killer died like 15 years ago. And you find out that the guy in the mental hospital that looked like his friend was actually the Gemini killer. And um, again, I don't want to ruin too much because I felt like the story was so well done. And especially with the Gemini killers that it explained to him like how he came about, how he survived the electrical shock, you know, even though he was supposed to kill him in the chair. And uh, is this the moment that is this the movie was so well done? Is just I love, just love the moment in this movie. You know, it, it's a lot of talking, but the reward will pay off because you will see like the exorcism scene at the end, and it's gonna pay off. Trust me. But I mean, the exorcism scene was good, but not as epic as the very first exorcism movie. But still, it was good in a realistic type of way. I would say, in my opinion, you know, that's my opinion. Um. The guy who plays the, the Gemini killer in the Meta Hustle, I thought he was a great actor, Brad Dorff, of course. And um, his acting was fantastic. He'd be really scared, you know, like, 
oh, this guy's fucked up, you know? Um, there's a lot of creepy images and moments in the movie, like a little scare factor, like such a heart pump, you know? Which I'm not gonna explain because it's gonna ruin your moment. But there was one scene that I like when Joseph Scott was walking by this church and the flickering lights, and you see like this Joker statue with a knife. I remember when I saw that when I was a kid, I was scared of that image. And seeing it again, I think it still holds up today because that image is creepy, bro. Um, a lot of great moments in this movie, a lot of talking, but you, get, you do get excessively towards the end. Um, a lot of creepy, scary moments here and there, you know. Um, good story, good acting, um, very good drama horror movie. Um, highly, highly enjoyed it. Um, you do get your spider walk scene on the wall, which I never noticed this until today. Like I said, I was in this movie twice years ago, but I think this is actually the first movie I ever, ever did the spider walk on the wall scene. You know, like you see horror movies now with the demonic situation, demonic cases and stuff. Demonic movies, excuse me, they start doing a spider walk scene on the like, ceiling. You see a few of them doing that, but they still probably did it first, I think, if I'm corrected. Anyway, peace guys, see you later. And again, I can't spoil too much, only a little bit, but I can tell you it's highly enjoyable if you want to give an open mind. And I feel like it's definitely an underrated horror sequel in a trilogy, especially in part 3. And my next review should be the other two excess movies, prequels, part 4, or the different cuts, so I can't wait to talk about that.